elements complex Dynamically fluid and can leave a mind vexed Derived from calculations in the prefrontal cortex Combined with balanced expressions within the context Chestnut checkers better Yo, 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 what up? It's Mr. Kinetic, live from the highlands of planet Lovetron And this is, but he speaks so well I'd like to thank you all for tuning in uh, this is the first one, but hopefully one of many. So I, you know, dig it. I mean, if you're here, then you obviously have some idea about who I am. I'm Mr. Kinetic. I'm a, a musician, a DJ, MC producer, um, sometimes visual artist, a public school educator, and a couple other things too. Uh, jack of a lot of trades, and I think I got some mastership with a few of them. Um, is mastership a word? Uh, anyway, so here's my thing, man. It's just there's so much going on in the world right now that it, I feel like it's uh, it's imperative that people that feel comfortable with sharing their voice about things, that they do so. And I'm comfortable with sharing my voice about things, so that's why I'm here. Um, it is, let's see, what's today? Yeah, so it's November 13th. 2016 and like uh, some odd days ago here in America, Donald Trump got elected as the president. He's the president-elect and his vice president is Mike Pence, who was the sitting governor of the state I live in, which is Indiana. And, uh, you know, uh, I'm not really surprised. And I know a lot of people will probably hear that and be like, what? I'm not really surprised, man. Uh, as a black man in America that has been paying attention to the way things work and has studied a fair amount of history of the country and has a pretty solid understanding of uh, some of the theories and philosophies that have been passed on throughout history here in America, I'm not really surprised that there are enough people that would support someone like Donald Trump. And Mike Pence, I'm not really that. That does not surprise me at all. Um, yeah, so I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I know some people are like, "How could this happen?" I will. It's not really. Uh, you don't really have to ask a lot of questions about that to figure out how it could happen. Because if you pay attention to what's going on, you you would see that there are people who support things that are that are human rights issues, not just. Uh, not just like civil rights issues, but like these are things that challenge international human rights that some of these people um, have insinuated that they support or have out, like overtly said that they would support doing things like that. That is of no surprise to me. So um, that doesn't make it any less uncool. Or, I mean, I still think it's, I don't know, it remains to be seen. Um, how it will completely play out, but if it plays out based off of some of the things that we all heard on the campaign trail, um, it will be a difficult time for groups that are already marginalized in our country, uh, such as, um, you know, people of color, so African-Americans, uh, Hispanic Americans, Latino Americans, uh, Asian Americans, uh, Muslim Americans, the LGBTQ community, um, non-Christian Americans, uh, poor Americans, uh, 
immigrants in America, um, you name it, if it's a marginalized group already, it could become more of a problem for those groups. But I guess my hope and my, and my faith still lies in the power of people to uh, collectivize and, and organize and move against uh, evil uh, wherever it presents itself and wherever it makes itself known. I, I still believe that that's something that people are able to do. It's a difficult job. It requires a full commitment from a lot of people. And in our era where we frequently discuss how busy we are, how preoccupied we are with things, it may seem bleak that we'll mobilize in that way, but I'm, I'm confident that we can do that. I'm committed to that. Part of my work as an educator is committing to advocating uh, for the best life for all of my students, regardless of their background, regardless of their beliefs and stance, um, their, their, their upbringing, their, their ethnicity, their gender, their sexuality, their religious beliefs, you know, whatever, their abilities. Um, that's a part of what you commit to as a public school educator. And uh, that's a commitment in my life. So whatever it takes to do that is what I'll be a part of doing. I'm not really sure what that looks like. It's early. I, I mean, I don't have this all figured out. I may wander a little bit in this, but um, I hope that you all are willing to wander with me until we get to the point um, of what we can really start to do um, for each other. So, you know, that's where we are. Um, like I said, I'm not really surprised. I've watched a lot of my friends, particularly my white friends that are that are not, that didn't vote for Donald Trump. Um, there's been like a interesting response from a lot of, uh, well, I won't say a lot, but a fair amount of my friends. It's almost like, you know, uh, like how could this be? And I guess that it, I know that my perspective on America as a black man has a lot to do with why I'm not really shocked, but um, it's interesting to watch people respond like that. I hope that that response turns into some kind of renewed sense of purpose. Um, I was talking with one of my colleagues earlier this week and, and she was saying that it has made her think that while she cannot be on the front line in every issue that it's time for her to really take an issue that she feels strongly about and wants to support and get behind it and, and advocate for that, you know, on a personal level and do what she can um, with that. And I think that's important. I think everybody should have something that they feel strongly about that they work towards that benefits other people and not necessarily themselves. Um, I do believe that life is about serving others and about being humble in that way. Um, and it's difficult sometimes when we look at things and it doesn't seem like they're working out the way that we want them to work out, but that's a part of life. Um, but we have to press on, you know? So um, fortunately, the, the elders in my family, uh, when they were alive and living, they would, I would listen to them talk about things they lived through uh, throughout the 20th century and things that, that were told to them from the, the 19th century. And they would speak from a position of clarity and tell the truth about what they knew and what they saw, but they would usually, actually always they would find a way to tell me that we still could press on. There was still greater and better that lied ahead. And they, they encouraged me to do that. And so um, I want to honor them and their legacy by, by pressing on. So that's where I'm at with it. I don't, I don't expect everybody that's hearing this to be right where, where I am. Some people might be further than I am. Maybe I'm not that far at all. I don't really know. But there's, you can expect a lot of honesty and openness um, as you continue to listen to Buddy speak so well. Um, and that's, that's what you can expect from me. So we're going to throw it to just a little bit of music. Oh, we'll come back here in a second. I don't have any sponsors or anything like that that I need to holler at, but you can definitely visit me at mrkinetic.com, M-R-K-I-N-E-T-I-K.com. 
I'm also all over the internet at Mr. Kinetic, Bandcamp, SoundCloud, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever. So look me up, hit me up, and uh, we'll be back in a bit. Fresh barbecue off the grill with some watermelon Summertime at the greenhouse on Miller Ave G.I. Gary, Indiana, if you're unfamiliar Peace to my kinfolk, love my fam And we know how to kick it The styrofoam pool is chock full of cold drinks And the stereo was jamming V103 It was so simple then Grandfather up early with the fire rolling And grandmama hooking up breakfast In that little itty bitty kitchen It wasn't Disney World, but it was fine by us Especially once I started driving Picture me rolling long as I put some gas Back off in it, windows down, coming down 65, sunset flicking, playing my beats, freestyling, trying to find a pattern. The same method that I use all these years later. The faders will cross and rise, rhymes create and fly, transmit over air, on air, collected, respect the process. Yeah, leaning to the side when we glide in our hovercrafts. Yeah, so the music on today's show is from me, it's uh, from my latest EP called The Colors. It's available on Bandcamp, MrKineticBandcamp.com. Make sure you go visit that, check out, buy some music, listen to some music, something. I appreciate it. I've been working hard on a lot of these records for a long time, and I, I really, 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 really love it when people go and check them out. I'm thankful for that. I'm glad that I have a position where people are still checking out my music, still checking out what I'm doing. Um, that is not lost upon me. So thank you to all of you that are listening. Thank you to all of you that have ever told anybody about what I was doing or have ever come up to me and say, yo, you said X, Y, Z on a record. That really meant a lot to me. That, that kind of stuff really matters to me. I, and that's why I continue to put music out. I think I'll always be involved in making music. But one thing that drives me to continue to put it out is the feedback I get from people that hear it. So thank you if you've ever heard anything and you've ever dug it, or even if you didn't like it, if it made you think or feel about something, that's cool too. I just appreciate you checking it out. Um, so yeah, in the spirit of that. So I just, uh, a couple of days ago, Tribe Called Quest, came out with a new album. Um, it is called, let's see, what's the name of this album? We got it from here, Thank You For Your Service. And it features everybody in Tribe Called Quest. So that means you get Jerobi White, uh, Ali Shaheed, uh, Q-Tip, and Fife. Rest in peace, Fife. Fife died earlier this year um, of complications from diabetes. And it's really sad. Uh, you know, he will, he will call himself the funky diabetic on Oh My God, which is on Midnight Marauders. And, uh, man, diabetes is just a, it's a terrible disease. Uh, several people in my family have diabetes. I've just seen how it can uh, really complicate a life. And so that's my little health plug, man. Make sure you're taking care of yourself. Make sure you get yourself um, checked out as much as you can afford to get checked out. I know it's not everybody's in a position where that's something they can do all the time, but make sure you're eating well, living right. Um, I would assume that if you can hear the podcast, then you have, you know, you at least have access to the internet, which is a place where you can find out more information about how to, to take care of yourself with respect to diabetes. But um, I'm genetically predisposed to diabetes, so it's something that um, I think about when I begin to prepare my food, um, which is a whole nother conversation we'll have about me and, and cooking because I love to cook. But yeah, so anyway, so he that that album is out now. I mean, it features uh, let's see, Andre Three Thousand is on the album. Jack White is on the album, Kanye is on the album, Kendrick Lamar, Elton John, Anderson Pack, uh, Busta Rhymes, Talib Kweli, and Consequence. So, I, so far through almost two listens, it's great, and I'm it's timely. 
I just can't believe I got a Daylight album and a Tribe album in the same year in 2016. That's amazing to me. Um, and it's a testament to the value of hip hop, which is something that is not always cherished in a long-term way, especially now when uh, the internet allows you to put music out so fast and so quickly without as many channels in between. Like, it's not like where you had to please listen to my demo and work through all these different channels and get stuff pressed. And uh, that stuff was, you know, took a lot more work in a physical sense. And now it's like, you know, you, you get a computer, or you get some kind of electronic device and a microphone, you can find a beat or you can make one on an app and record it on your phone maybe or your iPad and master it and have it sounding as good as you can get it sounding and throw it right up on the internet and it's there. And so that makes music go by us so quick now. But um, hip hop is something that has been around for, man, we're looking at, you know, some of those first parties with Cool Herc, that's like 1973. So, um, but formalized and releasing records and rapping, I mean, you can, you know, it's like the late 70s, 79, I think is when Rapper's Delight comes out. So um, just that we're still here, you know, making, making hip hop music, people are still accessing it, still listening to it, still enjoying it. And this album in particular is very timely, it's relevant. The, the music on it sounds good, it's well put together, it's well arranged, the lyrics are, are meaningful. It's something that I feel like will have a, a decent replay value because there's a lot to, that's being said. So when there's a lot that's being said on hip hop records, I feel like that increases the likelihood that you'll play it a lot. Like for example, I'm still listening to, to Pimp a Butterfly by Kendrick Lamar because there was just so many things going on from a lyrical perspective on the album that I feel like it deserves that much listening. Um, and so I kind of treat albums like books. Like some people read books multiple times. Some people read books and, and pause and have deep meaning and are, 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 you know, noticing and noting and, you know, annotating while they're reading. Um, it's hard to annotate while you listen to music, but I like make mental annotations about what I'm hearing. And so um, I feel like this is an album I'll probably do that with. And that's exciting. So um, I'm a big fan of active listening to music. I love to just passively listen to music too, but... I'm a big fan of active listening as much as I can, which can be hard sometimes. Um, I don't really have the same amount of time I had in my life when I was younger to just sit and listen to music for hours on end, but um, it's something that I still make a daily part of my life. I'm listening to music if I get the opportunity to do so before I would do anything else that's entertainment related. So, um, But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to really digging into the album, but I, I suggest that you go and check it out it's a tribe called quest it's called we got it from here thank you for your service i think it's all over the internet right now it's on i know it's on spotify um but i think it's on apple music as well and i think there'll be some physical copies that'll be coming out shortly but i would make i would recommend that you check that out if you're listening to the podcast and you should i'm guessing that you might be down with hip-hop to some degree so um yeah go and check that album out we'll be back here in just a second that guy is sharp i don't know a lot about him but he speaks so well Dug this out the basement of my grandparents' house in Gary, Indiana. Hear the pops and snaps, that's what I call the funk and the love. Really, the dust from nearly 40 years of age, sleeping in the trash can with other records. And I miss my grandfather, but I hear him every day. See his face in my dreams and think of him when I pray. And every day that I live, I work to use something that he taught me. Learning something new to pass along in the future Memories of riding down US-12 in the silver firebird T-tops out stunting like I had something This that solitary space music Floating at a distance far above the land Thinking letting it marinate with the utmost respect for the journey Yeah, yeah, yeah You're still locked in right here on Buddy Speaks So Well I'm your host, Mr. Kinetic And uh, 
I, I want to talk about something that's very important to me before I close out. Grocery store music, okay? Now, I, I love to cook. I, I love to cook. Um, part of that is because I enjoy eating. I don't live to eat. Um, I try to eat to live, but when I do sit down to eat, I really want to eat food that tastes good, um, that is well-seasoned, that is well-thought-of, that is well-crafted. And uh, a part of that, for me, is going to the grocery store. Now, I know there are all these different services where they'll deliver food to your house, and maybe that's more convenient for some of you, but I just... I'm not ready to give up going to the grocery store. Now, I will only go at certain times um, and to certain locations because I like my experience to work a certain kind of way. This is it's serious to me, right? It's, a, it's kind of a therapeutic thing. Um, lately, I've been going to Fresh Time a lot, and I really like Fresh Time. Um, so don't send me any emails about terrible things about Fresh Time because I really like it, and I don't want you to ruin that for me. Um, unless it's like major human rights atrocities or something like that. But um, I hope that that's not, God, that would suck. Anyway, so I really, really, really enjoy going to the grocery store. And when I'm there, the music is a huge part of the experience. Grocery store music has to be designed to like reach the most people possible. I'm guessing that's the thought, right? Or like a specific market, but you want people to come in and stay. And there are people like me who are huge music fans who like are totally listening to the music when they go to the grocery store. And like if a grocery store is jamming, oh man, I'm in there. I will be there as much as I can be within reason just because the mu it's like going to a miniature club. That's how I treat the grocery store sometimes. Like I'm in the club, I'm singing, I'm dancing in the aisle. You know, while I'm getting my non-GMO, organic, never been touched by humans food or whatever. And, you know, that, it's important to me. So if I come in the grocery store and I hear, like, what did I hear a couple of weeks ago? Oh, Disco Inferno by, uh, I think that's the Tramps um, from the Saturday Night Fever or Saturday Night Live, whatever, whatever the name is. Saturday Night Fever? Um, I think that's what it is. So... Man, so I used to hate that song when I was a kid, right? Because I thought it was corny. And it's still kind of corny to me. You know, I heard somebody, burn, baby, burn. Like that, come on. That, it's kind of corny. But I love it. I love it now. So, um, and I'm in, the, I'm in the store. I hear that come on. And, you know, when they get to the part where it's like the extended version, the full length, and they, you know, they just are riding on the vamp and just do, 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 Like when it gets to that part, hold on, man, let me play some of that. Let me play some of that real quick. How are you not jamming to that? Listen to that. Feel 
when that like <laughs> like I'm in the grocery store and like when that comes I'm in the grocery store singing that I am in the grocery store singing that part of the song like I'm in my car or like I'm on the gig DJing I don't even care I have no shame so when that comes like I love that you know there's something about hearing a song you really 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 like in public there's something about that like I feel like music was meant to be publicly performed and presented, um, which is interesting for me to say because I'm a notorious hoarder of music that is already completed. And like sometimes I struggle with wanting to put it out because I'm worried about how it's going to be received. Like that's something I battle on a regular basis. I'm sitting on a couple albums right now. And but at the same time, I still believe that like, no, you got to put it out. That's the point. And so people can hear it. And so when I'm in public and I hear something and they jam it, I cannot contain myself. I'm sure I probably look ridiculous on the security cameras because they're probably looking at me anyway for a whole lot of reasons. But when I start dancing in the store, I'm sure somebody somewhere is back there like, look at this dude. Like, he's over there hitting it in the store. And, uh, you know, I just I can't help myself. So grocery store music is super important to me. It would be my dream to be like a music consultant to like retail establishments, especially grocery stores, because I really feel like that has a lot to do with how people feel when they come in. And I think that one of the beautiful things about retail is that it is kind of a separated space from people's lives. A lot of time there's people there working, obviously, and that's, you know, that's a part, major part of their life and they should be able to earn a living wage when they go to work. And I really believe in that. And it should be something that really truly allows people to live and earn for themselves. But when we're there as customers, I mean, it's like a break from everything else that we have to worry about. So, you want it to be pleasant. I mean, you want it to be clean. You want it to be healthy, but you, you know, also organized. But if they're jamming too, come on, man. I, I mean, I want to. I like. I want to rewind that and play that again. And I hope that when you hear this, like you say, I'm gonna go back. I'm like, I'm gonna go listen to Disco Inferno now or whatever your jam is, because, like, you should. You should be jamming as much as you can. You should find a way to jam. You should always find a way to just be funky. If it's you know. And when I when I don't mean funky like you smell and you need to take a shower, but I mean funky like the funk not only moves it removes like P funk type funk like the funk that is that is 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 what's unique is what makes people feel strong is what makes people feel um, whole and makes people feel dynamic and you know and, and just able to continue doing what they need to do and enjoy themselves and find the joy in life um, even when things are like awful. So. You got to find that funk, but like the grocery store, I'm, you know, I honestly, there's some places I won't go anymore because the music was whack when I was in there. And that sounds like a stupid reason to not shop somewhere, but I am dead serious. I will not be in your establishment if the music is whack. Um, and there's no reason. And, and I like enough music that I could find a way to like whatever y'all are playing. So um, it ain't all I got to be, you know, uh, super esoteric rap or nothing like that or and it doesn't need to be you know coltrane or or miles davis when i walk in your store it doesn't like these established uh like standard signpost classic type music it ain't got to be that but if i come in the grocery store and this is it by kenny loggins comes on i'm jamming you know i'm I'm jamming to that or if kiss from a rose by seal comes on i'm i'm jamming i'm i'm in, or you know i'm with that or uh what's another one that that like i like um like, if girls just want to have fun, comes on by Cindy Lauper. Like, I can get with that in the grocery store. That's fun, you know? Um, and I know a lot of the words. 
which is a whole nother story, but I can get down with it if it's jamming. I mean, you could probably play Boot Scoot and Boogie, and I'm with that, you know, or it's just the music needs to be jamming. So when I go in stores and it's like Muzak or it's just stuff that just kind of drones on and it's non-discernible and like you don't really know what it is, that's lame. Um, And that's probably why I don't like to go to certain places. I feel like that's like what you get when you go to places where you're spending a lot of money, but I wouldn't know nothing about that. But um, that stereotype that it's like this music that you hear, it's elevator music. I don't mind want to hear that, especially when I'm thinking about getting food to fulfill my nutritious, uh, my nutrition needs for myself and my family. I want to jam. That'll make me feel better about what I'm doing. And like when you go home and cook, you should be jamming too. But man, grocery store music is in- insanely important. Um, so yeah, what I want you to do with that, you know, when you're listening to this, and you finish listening to it, man, hit me up on, on on social media platforms. Tell me what some of your favorite grocery store jams are. Songs that you think really should get should get played in the grocery store. I want to see what I want to see what people say. Um, I bet this will be fun. How you can do that is hit me up at Mr. Kinetic M R K I N E T I K on Twitter, um, or you can find me on Facebook, Instagram. I'm gonna try to put a post out uh, to inform all of my different little platforms that I use about the new venture we got going on here, but he speaks so well. Um, (laughs) We'll talk next episode about why I chose that as a title. Some of you probably already know, but we'll talk about it later. Um, Until then, what I want you to make sure you do for yourself and for those around you, be positive, productive, and peaceful uh, at all costs. Positive, productive, peaceful. That's what I tell my students. Um, that started as something I had to tell myself as I needed to like repair different parts of my life is that I needed to focus on being positive, productive, and peaceful at, at all times where, where it depends on me to do so. Um, so you go out and live that. Uh, remember that there's still the power of one is still real. The power of a circle of influence is still real. Um, look within yourself, figure out what you can do to make everything around you better, and then go out there and do it. I love all of you. Thank you for listening. I'll catch you next. <laughs> I'll catch you next time on Buddy Speaks So Well. This episode of Buddy Speaks So Well was recorded live at the Highlands of Planet Lovetron and brought to you by ATFU, all the family united. Thank you for listening to Buddy Speaks So Well. Put that on the page To make room for the new and clear the view with truth Given into this vessel and transmitted through Moving air to ears and minds for purposes related To my destiny omens on the path leading to newer places With not so familiar faces and uncertainty No longer grips my soul to tote the water jumping in now feel prepared to do what i must after studying and staying up late ingesting info bringing that wisdom with spring sprung it has and now my talents i must use or lose with grooves into the speakers reaching as far as sound can take me me myself and i and god is directing the show i'm in can't even comprehend sometimes feels like i'm wandering but i'm going on till it stops up in my veins i'm going on my veins and nerves.
Just put that on the page To make room for the new and clear the view with truth 